0: Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes, and now coaches. Welcome back to Renegade Performance Radio. Hey okay. So uh, we're just uh, a little bit of a freestyle podcast here. We don't really have much of a st- uh, structure for today's one. We're just having a little bit of a yarn about knowing when it's the right time to work on your weightlifting technique and like really dive into that element of your training or whether you need to be wo- working on your raw strength. Like what is the most valuable thing for you to be working on? And so if you're a purist, a uh, like a specialist, an Olympic weightlifter, then you'd work on both of them simultaneously, right? Mm. Um, But then it comes down to time for CrossFitters and where to put their effort and their energy. Mm. And so what do you think is the best kind of way for people to diagnose what the most important
1: thing for them to work
0: on would be?
1: Uh, Well, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I mean, I think for... Crossfitters specifically, when it comes to moving a barbell, I think if you are having to think really, really hard about the process of lifting the barbell and the different parts of the lift, um, you know, the pulling off the ground, the middle part, the ending, if you're having to think really, really hard about each of those points and you are constantly having to do that, I think that's a pretty good cue or pretty good idea as to where you should be spending your time and that's on technique and being able to move the barbell Mm. um, really, really well uh, before working on your raw strength or chucking a heap of load on the barbell and throwing up max numbers and max lifts so waiting so making sure it becomes a lot more natural so yep. before going in and like for me personally now I've been doing it for so long that I can I mean my snatch is the same every single time I don't have to think about what I'm doing mm. obviously you still want to move incredibly well but the barbell will move almost identical on every single lift because I'm not I've, I've programmed that movement pattern and it's mm. the same with you and your lifting as well
0: yeah, that's, I suppose it gets to a point in your uh, lifting life uh, that then it becomes sort of like a direct relationship between what your raw strength is, mm. e.g., your squats, yes. um, and how much weight you can lift. Yep. So, for example, um, I've been lifting for 12 years now ish, um, Olympic yeah, it lifting. Has been. Um, and so. Jesus. Yeah, (laughs) it's a long time when you think about it. (laughs) Um, I haven't done many things for 12 years. Um, And so, yeah, as you say, movement patterns are quite heavily ingrained. Um, By no means are they perfect. Could they be better? 100%. Is it something that I'm willing to put the time into? Negative. Nope. (laughs) But I know that if I start squatting regularly and I increase my uh, top end squat, that my max snatch and my max clean and jerk will go up in a pretty mm. linear fashion yeah, sure. um, in, a, in a relationship with that squat. Yeah. But for particularly those newer lifters that are in your sort of first, first second, third year, uh, I think you think that they're going to get more bang for buck out of working on their technique? Yes, yep. I do. Yep, yep. And so like, if we just kind of diverge a little bit from that, um, obviously these people that are wanting to improve their lifting, um, they're wanting to improve it to improve their crossfit ability, how important do you think a massive max snatch and a massive max clean and jerk is to be a top level athlete and so if we're referring to top level athlete say finishing in the top 10 of the competitions that you're going to so everything relative to your competitions um how important do you think uh being a big lifter is
1: short answer semi-important um and I say that because um Let's say, for example, you're doing a two day comp here in NZ, and let's say it's New Zealand Nationals. The amount of events you have to do over the weekend, there are a lot of events at New Zealand Nationals. There's probably, so 10? I think there's 10, yeah, something yep. like 10. And if one of those events are max lift and the rest are all fitness or um, mixed modal based, then that's one event out of, well, one event out of ten, 10 um, 10%, that, you yeah. Get, yeah, 10% that you get yeah ten percent that you get a hundred points for or one mm-hmm. point four depending on how they do the leaderboard. Yeah. Um so I think less important for those type of events and it's better to be a well rounded athlete. Now if we're talking about elite level athletes that are trying to get to the CrossFit games and trying to get to Torian or compete at Taurian and compete well at Torian, like a lot of our athletes, mm. um, our elite le- level athletes are this year, I think it's more important because there are only six events. Mm. Um, and one of those is probably going to be something heavy, um, and on the floor so you're you talking really like that
0: the oh uh, sorry like quarterfinals sort of thing
1: quarterfinals and semifinals yep. yeah so even at quarterfinals it's the same thing there's probably six events over that course of that three or four days that you get to do them and one of them is going to be a max mm. lift and we've seen it before that um the amount of waiting that gets sometimes put into those jack laker for example yeah 100 and just gets hammered on one event and it's not uh, there's too many strong people um matruski Yep, 100%. Yep. Uh, but interestingly enough, um, like I say, those events, and, and especially in our region, do mean something. But uh, you yep. directed me towards the Morning Chalk Up earlier. Yeah, so talk about
0: the, uh, that? Uh, the Morning Chalk Up, they put up a uh, post. They'd collabed with um, some statistician or something like that, some data company, and they had kind of analysed all the data from a lot of the major comps. I think it was like maybe the semifinals, what a the games, and they were bringing up the stats. Do you have it on your phone? Um, yeah, it was do. something like uh, at various different comps off the top of my head, they had like in the, the people who finished in the top 10 of the lifting event, uh, it was like less than 60 or 70% of them actually made it to the top 10 of the overall competition yeah. So only like roughly say 40% of those So four people were actually making it into the into the top 10 mm. And so what that data suggests to me uh, The way that I interpret it is The people who are in the top top They're good at everything They're a big lifter um, They are They're there to win, and they can lift, they can run, they can gymnastics, they can gymnastics, they can gymnast. Yeah, that's (laughs) That's the English. Um, They can do. They're they're well-rounded athletes. Um, But then you've got the ones that are. I'm going to call it happy to be there like the ones that are mm. stoked to have made it to the CrossFit Games or stoked to have made it to semi-finals, and they're the ones that are maybe not as well-rounded and they have this outline strength and they get into this max lift event and this is their opportunity to shine. Mm. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that. They're still one of the top 40 athletes in the world. Um, but we're, it all depends, I suppose, on where you're at. Like, So yeah. if you want to be winning the games, winning semi-finals, winning quarterfinals, winning your local comp, then you probably do need to have massive top end strength Mm. but if you want to just be in the top sort of tier then maybe it's not the most important thing for you to work on and so being you're going to get more benefit from being
1: completely well-rounded yeah so these stats here that i'll just go off the waterpalooza one eight of the top 10 women in the snatch complex event did not finish in the top 10 overall in the leaderboard Mm. and six of the top 10 men in the Snatch Complex event, did not finish in the top 10 on the leaderboard. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting.
0: Yeah, and, but then if you look at, just for history's sake, um, Tia, Matt Fraser, mm. Rich Froning, like, they would often be in the top 10, yeah, yeah, or for if sure. not winning, yep. that event. But then they're also winning other events <laughs> a shitload well. of other yeah, events yeah, as well. Sure. Yep. And so if yep. you can kind of get that point, like, it depends. So Callum's answer of... It depends, or <laughs> reasonably important. <Exactly>. So vague, <laughs> but yeah. it, it makes but sense. But it's true, though. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and so, it really uh, de- being a well rounded athlete and as you're, as an up and comer, I think is more important. And so, like, yeah. um, let's say your, your goals of CrossFit are hitting the local comp and doing the best of your ability, um, being a competent lifter, very important. Yeah. Um, uh, but not necessarily being the biggest lifter. Mm. And I suppose it's then going, well, then what do you work on? Like, what? How do you prioritise things? And it would be looking at the leaderboard at a local comp or a recent comp that you did and go, what was the thing that held me back the most, which is the thing that set me back the furthest. Mm. And, hey, maybe it was your engine and you were just anything that required an engine was a really low finish for you or maybe it was something to do with your gymnastics on the rig and like anything with the rig in was a really low finish for you mm. and so you can start to just analyse your performance and try to figure out what the most important thing is yeah. for you to be working on to be focusing on um, and hey like if you're a professional athlete and you can train three hours a day then you can work on all of this simultaneously really, yeah. but Chances are uh, you're not, um, because CrossFit does not pay nope, <laughs> very well, any, any money, <laughs> and so you've got um, you've got to keep your job, and you've got to train when you can, and you've got to prioritize the things that are the most important thing for you to be working on. And mm. so, being smart about it is going to be uh, the most valuable thing that you can do, or most valuable use of your time. Yeah. Um, and the one thing, oh, the one thing that I was going to bring up is the time that it does get massively affected and was as big competition so the bigger the competition is Mm. so like in the open um when it just used to go straight open regionals so a long long time ago when we used to do crossfit um when the open meant something the the open used to be the most important thing there was five workouts and you went straight from the open to regionals so there was no quarterfinals uh in between um and if at this point, there's like a hundred thousand men that are uh, worldwide. Probably twenty, thirty, forty thousand people in Australia mm. or something like that. Yeah, um, a lot. Um, I've made those numbers up. Yeah, um, that was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And so, let's say hypothetically, um, you're an average lifter, and let's say it was a max snatch event, um, and you're pretty good, and you got up to like one ten. There was also like. 20,000 other dudes that would get up to 110, 112, (laughs) 112 or 111, or whatever it was. And so the guy that snatches just outside of that and was like, say got 115, he might have finished a 1,000th, but then because you had an average snatch, you were then just coupled in with everybody else yep. uh, 20,000 places 20, later. Yep. <laughs> and that was your season over, done, yep. uh, because you were an average lifter. So they've made improvements and they've now got it into the quarterfinals and they've been bit, probably a bit smarter about how they introduce lifting events mm. uh, into, into the uh, competition and taking into account how it affects the leaderboard a little bit more. Um, but still, this year at quarterfinals, there's 25% of the field go to quarterfinals. Mm. And so that's up from 10% last year. Or was it 15? Regardless, it's up. it was 10. No, it was yeah. 10. So it's up 15%. So there's yeah, going to be 15% more people going to quarterfinals. And so <laughs> say you're going to quarterfinals and you're an average lifter, you're going to be not to the same extent as what I was just talking about, but if you're not competent enough at lifting and you have an average lifting event, mm. then that could be your semifinals gone, gone. now, yeah. whereas in the past you're not going to have as many strong outlying athletes in there. Mm. And so... Just food for thought, you've got
1: 10 weeks, yep. ten, 10 weeks, 10 weeks to the Open, 8 weeks to the Open. Oh, to the Open? Yeah. Oh, it's a quarter. To quarters. That's that's 10 weeks. Ten, no, oh, 11 weeks. 11, 11 weeks, weeks to quarters. Yeah, 11 yeah. weeks.
0: So if you're, if you're the type of athlete that's vying for semifinals or wanting to do as well as you can in the quarterfinals, then you've got time because you'll get through the Open. Um, but you've got time to put some effort into that strength side of things. Yeah.
1: I have always said this, um, I'll say this to be my finishing piece, uh, I, I've always believed in the ability or to be really good at CrossFit, you can train strength and capacity concurrently, mm-hmm. um, it just needs to be done well, and you can't overload one more than the other. It has to be a pretty decent average mix of everything. Um, And I think our programming, and I'm going to plug myself here, um, does a pretty good job of encompassing everything um, within a day and a week. Sometimes the volume's a little bit high, but we do cover all of our bases enough to be able to move the needle in regards to every aspect of fitness um, Mm. in a competitive aspect.
0: I was going to say, if only there was someone who could tell you what to do with your programming so you knew (laughs) how to approach it. Yeah. Thank you very much, team. That's us for today. Um, and so but bit to think about there as you lead into the 2024 season. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.